Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive-thru light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. I'm ready to hear. Then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, speak to us now with clarity, strength, and power. This is the most important message of the series. Let us get it and let us walk it out. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Let's go to work, church. So our series is called Dynasty, and we've learned that a dynasty is a sequence of rulers from the same family. And we've seen some other terms for dynasty include the word number one, house, then the word clan, and then the word family. So in this series, we've been talking about family. And I hope that you have understood from this series that there's a difference between family and relatives. If you haven't gotten anything else in this series, let that be your lesson because it will fix a lot of your warfare. A lot of what you call warfare is simply going to war with the wrong type of people. What do you mean? You are expecting family behavior from people that are relatives. And you're expecting relative behavior from people that are family. And I need you to make sure in your next four that you've got people in their proper categories so that you can get the most out of life. Life is too precious, hear me, to be sitting up mad all the time because folk don't want to do right. Life is too precious to be sitting up angry all the time because you try. Why she do me like that? Why she do me like that? Why Darlene do this? Why Jackie do this? Why? Look, I'm not going to be doing all of that with you. All I need to do is figure out which one you are and handle you accordingly. I wish some of y'all would get. Watch me. Would stop being angry at people because of what they aren't and what they won't be, and say, you know what? I celebrate you for what you are, and I'm excited that God's about to put somebody that deserves that seat in that seat. Yeah, because your whole circle's improving. Your whole circle's getting better. Everybody around you's going to add value. I rebuke every leech. I feel like preaching already. I rebuke every leech out of your life. I rebuke every lot out of your life. People with hidden motives and agendas. I rebuke every Judas out of your life. What is a Judas? A peephole in a door. They get close to you to see what you do to try to stop you. But I declare in these last four, you're unstoppable. In these last four, you're unbreakable. In these last four, you will be the curse breaker. 
I need you to give God glory for your next four. Come on, 915, give him glory for your next four. I need you to look over at somebody and say, you look a whole lot better over these next four than you do right now. I need y'all to type it on the screen. Prophesy to somebody. Say, I peeked into your December, and I see you winning, baby. I, I see you winning. Jesus. So we learn. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. I, I see you winning. Look. Look, finally, you've been trying to get around some folk that want to see you win. That's why God sent you to this place called Harvest, where you can be around some folk that ain't hating on you, ain't trying to put you down, ain't trying to beat you up, but want to see you winning in your family, winning in your faith, winning in your finances, winning in your future. If people around you ain't celebrating you, I need you to get up and move seats right now because ain't nobody about to block my flow. I be dog, I've been through too much hell to let any open up your mouth and say, I will not be stopped. Say, I will not be blocked. I better get with me or get the heck up out my way. What are you doing? I'm stirring up the spirit realm because you're about to see God do way more in your next Yeah! Yeah! Alright, be seated. I gotta finish. Be seated. I gotta go. Gotta go. I'm stirring up September because you're about to be a September to remember. I'm stirring up October. Every opportunity that I messed up in the first part of this year. I need you to open your mouth and say, do over. I'm stirring up your November. It ain't gonna be a sad month for you. It ain't gonna be a depressed or discouraged month for you. You're gonna give thanks because God's about to give back what you've been given. Thanksgiving. I'm about to give God so much thanks for what I've been given. My sowing ain't been in vain. My giving ain't been in vain. My serving has not been in vain. He's about to give me back what I've been giving him. It's Shandi Y'all excuse me, I know I don't pre pray in tongues that much at the 9.15, but y'all excuse me, because by December, I'm going to say this has been the best year of my whole life. It was a pandemic, but I was prosperous. It was a pandemic, but I walked in the purpose. It was a pandemic, but he brought the prices down. So I just got to stir the spirit well. I rebuke every demonic attack that would try to mess with you. I rebuke your depression. I rebuke your fear. I rebuke your anxiety. I rebuke your panic. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Say my next four. Say it like you mean it. Say my next four. I'll see God do way more. I need y'all online to drop a four on the screen. I, so I just had to stir it up. Excuse me. Okay, y'all be seated. Let's go. I just had to tell the monks what it's going to be. 
He calls things to be not as though they were. I'm not waiting on September to get here. I'm telling you what you're going to be. I'm not waiting to see what the end's going to be. I'm telling the end what it's going to be. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. I, I love to see God make great things happen for me. Okay? So listen. He should have got you when you had them pills next to your dresser. Who am I to? He should have got you when you were in the middle of the night struggling with coronavirus, wondering if it was going to be your end. But God, I wish you'd act like you're still, still, still. Yeah, yeah. I got to finish. I got to go. I got to go. With every day I got left, watch me give God glory. With every breath that I take, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. I will not be muzzled in this. Let me go. Let me go. Oh God, say my next four. Say it again. Say my next four. I'll see God do way more. So, so listen. <laughs> yes, Lord, I heard you. About to be another HIV healing in these next four months. Sh oh, I We've already seen two documented. The Holy Ghost just said it's going to be another one between now and December. I don't know who I'm speaking to online, but if I'm talking to you, I just need you to throw those hands up in your house, open up your mouth and say, Lord, I receive healing. I, I just heard cancer's about to be. It's about to be shut down in somebody's body. I rebuke the biopsy coming back with any positive traces of tumors or cancer. You shall live and you shall not die. All right. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. <laughs> Let's go to work. <laughs> so listen. When we become Christians, come on. We are in a new spiritual dynasty. <laughs> Y'all ready? So we can be the beginning of a new natural dynasty. Somebody say, I'm the beginning of something new. Please say it with a little attitude. Say, I'm the beginning of something new. Church folk get mad at the wrong people, and I need harvest folk to know where to get bold. You get bold with the wrong people. I need you to learn how to get bold when you're declaring stuff. Say it like you mean it and be bold. Say, I'm the beginning of something new. This is seen clearly with Jesus in Luke chapter 2, verse 49, New King James Version. It's on the screen. It says, and he said to them, he is talking to Mary and Joseph. He says to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? This is interesting because Joseph is there, but even Joseph knows that he doesn't have the capacity to birth what's in Jesus. Even Joseph realizes that he doesn't know what to do with Jesus because Jesus is the anthropos, 100% God, 100% man. Please hear me. When people don't know what to do with you, they will reject you. Mm. 
Y'all ain't gonna send it to me. When people don't know what to do with you, it makes it very difficult because they are trying to put you in the dynasty they come from, and you gotta realize you're the beginning of something brand new. So I don't need you to know what to do with me. God knows what to do with me, huh? Look at what Jesus tells Mary and Joseph. He says, why did you seek me? Notice he said it to them, not just to her. Now, this is important because he's letting both of them know at the age of 12, did you not know? In other words, he says, you don't know who I am, but I'm discovering who I am. <laughs> he says, did you not know that I must be? In other words, you can do what you're going to do, but I must be about my father's business. Father's business there really is referring to family business. So here's what I want to do. I want to teach for just a few moments about this, the most important message of the series, building the family business. Say, I'm building the family business. Come on, y'all, say it with me. Say, I'm building the family business. So here's the question. What is the family business? It should be what you're building. Question, what are you doing with your life? If you are not building what God's building, by default, you're tearing it down. Silence, hear me, silence is not gray. Silence is opposed to. Let that be a lesson for some of you who your friends don't say nothing mm, about what they see. Listen, you know what gets me about the moment we're in in America? Is the people who have nothing to say. Because your silence tells me you are racist. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You won't have nothing to say? You deny the realities of the existence and the plight of individuals that are around you? How can you deny the reality and the plight of the individuals and the disparities that exist? This isn't political noise and social justice. It's just practical common sense, which I realize that many people lack common sense. But would you just look at somebody around you and say, but I've got it, I've got it, I got it. If you don't say anything to encourage me, by default, you're part of the discouragement. Jesus said, if, 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 if either you are with me or you are against me. There is no grace. So if you're not with me, by default, you're against me. So question 915, what are you building? Because if you're not building his family business, what makes you think your family business is going to succeed? Matthew 16, 18, here it goes. And I tell you, you are Peter. This is Jesus speaking to Petey. And he says, and on this rock, Please look at this next sign and please kind of get everybody to sit with me. I will build my church. Look at me. That's the only thing Jesus said he's building. That's the only thing he said he's building. He didn't say he's building your business. He didn't say he's building your 401k. He didn't say he's building your retirement. Well, but those are things I need. Sure. But, but check this out. Th that's great. But the thing God says I'm building is my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against what? It. Now, here's what's interesting. Church isn't a building, it's people. But notice, here it's referred to as an it, not a them. Which means this is bigger than just building the individual. This is when the individuals build the corporate. Y'all miss me right there. See, he called it an it, not a them. Which means God says, if you're not helping build it, then by default, you're tearing it down. Let's go. So, so look at this, 1 Corinthians 14 and 12. So with yourselves, this is the Apostle Paul talking now, since you are eager for the manifestations of the Spirit, he said, you're eager to see supernatural. Look what he says, strive to excel in building up the what? Church. What did he say we should excel at? Building up the church. Listen to me, please everybody look at me. 
we are very good at excelling at everything but that. We are very good at excelling at building social media followings. We're very good at, I don't like your silence. We are very good at building bodies. <laughs> we are very good at building relation entanglement. <laughs> Hold on. What is this, Bishop? This is the red table. <laughs> I brought you to the table today. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to say that to me. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. You will find out everything they like and won't read your daily scripture readings. I want to talk. You will find out what they like, where they like to go, what they like to eat, what color they like. You'll send them that flower. You'll send them this, that, and the other. And God is like, but the thing I told you to excel at building at, you don't even try. You don't even try. So what does the scripture teach us? You can't excel spiritually if you're not excelling in building up it, the church. To everybody where I'm your pastor, your it is called harvest. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, I'm building the family business. Now, this is deep because he says you can't even excel spiritually unless you do that. Here's the thing that's so interesting. Here's the thing that's so interesting is that um, if you just look at the Ten Commandments, for example, um, um, four of them deal with God. Rest of them deal with people. Let me tell you why church is so important. You never learn forgiveness until you've been offended. You need people to learn how to love God, how to love people, and how to love life. So for anybody watching, anybody you share this with, say, I don't need church, I don't need church, I don't need church. You literally can't even fulfill the word unless you have some people do you wrong. Somebody says, I don't want to deal with people. Well, then you're not ever going to ever be able to fulfill the word. And that's not true. You like dealing with people. You do. You go places. You go to Walmart. You go to Target. You go to Starbucks or Dunkin'. Let's take a quick thing. Starbucks lovers? Dunkin' lovers? Assorted other coffee brand lovers? Don't drink coffee. Just like it because when you were a kid, they used to put coffee in a mason jar and have you drinking. It was really just a bunch of milk and sugar. That was me. <laughs> that was me. That's why I do it now. I'll make a big old pot. Put some cream. And I don't mess with that sugar. But put some cream in there. I'll take three sips and say, take it away. I don't want it no more. <laughs> All right. Say, I'm excelling at building up the church. Now, let's look at this. Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. This is the most important message of the series. Because you're in a new spiritual dynasty. And God says, I want you to build a family business. The family business is the building of it, the church. Got it? That includes people, but the it here means that it's not just the individuals. It's when the individuals come together, watch me, out of their individuality to do something corporately. And the problem we have in culture today is that everybody wants to be individually distinct and not corporately significant. 
So you so you so this is me. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who, and God is like, but who you are is not helping to build what I'm doing. All right, y'all ready? Let's look at it. Luke 14 and 16. Let's go. But he said to them, a man once gave a great banquet. Let's stop right there. A banquet. A banquet. That's not a word that's used in Denver a lot. That's a more southern word. A banquet. So they don't even call them event centers in the south. They call them banquet halls. All right? Come on. A banquet hall. Watch me. It means this. Church is really an elaborate meal. So I come to receive the bread of life. That's the word. Got it? But then I experience the spirit that's likened into scripture as unto water. In that, watch me, any good meal, you're going to laugh. Any good meal, you may even laugh so hard you cry. Any good meal, watch me, it's got multiple courses. Mm. Got it? Any good meal, you're interacting with those that serve. Any good meal, there is an entire symphony that's going on because God says my church is like a banquet. And you've got to eat what's been pre being presented to you, and it comes in multiple courses and stages. Here's the problem. Many people in those courses and stages, they will watch me get appetizer and say, I'm good now. But all you had was appetizer, so that's, that doesn't mean it's my time to get up from the table. Because I think I got enough to get me through whatever it is I'm facing right now. This isn't just about your right now. This is about the rest of your life. And I need you to understand this ain't just somewhere I come, baby. This is who I am. And he invited what? Many. Now, now listen. Say, I'm invited. You're invited to be saved and to serve. Notice, God doesn't force. He invites. And that is so crucial. Because God is an inviter. He's, he doesn't force when it comes to this. So the invitation is to do what? Say, I'm invited to be saved. I'm invited to serve. Now, whether or not you respond to that invitation is on you. You may think, well, 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 you know, if God really wants me to do it. God says, listen, I'm going to invite you because I need to see whether or not you love me or you just love what I do for you. Because one is a skeezer, the other is saved. Skeezer is my word, which just means deplorable, repulsive, stank-alike, ratchet. Who's he ratchet? Right? Let's go. Look at verse 17. And at the time for the banquet, here it is. This is about to be some good preaching right through here. When it was finally time to go and do what's supposed to be done. He sent his servant. Let that be a lesson. Servants serve. Um, in our dream team, we call those that serve dream teamers or servants. We don't use the term volunteer. We say volunteer to serve just to be clear you ain't getting paid. Um, because if you get paid for everything, then you never serve. So then you never can be great if you only do it because you get a check. We got quiet right there in the church. Right. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant. Servant serve. Say, I was born to serve. Whenever you are not serving, you're stagnant. So it's like you're constipated, which means your stomach hurts. You're built to pour. And whenever you don't pour, you, you, you're constipated. And when you're constipated, you're irritable. Some of y'all attitude is because you ain't poured where you're supposed to pour. 
Some of your anxiety is because you haven't been pouring where you're supposed to pour. Y'all they say, hey, I just can't shake it. God says, you ain't going to be able to shake it because servants are born to serve. Everybody open your mouth say, I am a servant. All right, let's go. Now look, to say to those who have been invited, come, everything is ready. Say, everything's ready. Notice where he invited them to. He says, for you to see that everything is ready, I invite you to the banquet. I come here. We come to church. We do church because it is showing us what's ready. That way I don't waste my time on what's not. I need you to act like these next four, you're going to redeem your wasted months, wasted days, wasted weeks, wasted minutes. I need you to act like this, please. And just for those of you that believe the next four are going to be the best four months of your life, open up your mouth and say, my next four, I'll see God do way more. Every moment I wasted, I'm getting that back. Every second I wasted, I'm getting that back. Every relationship I wasted, I'm getting that back. Every conversation that I shouldn't have had, I'm getting that back. I dare you to throw your hand out and snatch it like you're getting some stuff back. Let me get that up off of you. Why? Because I'm invited to the banquet to see what's ready. Come. Now everything is ready. So here's another principle there. The dream team, those that serve, got it ready. Your serving is important because, watch me, once you've come to the banquet, now you have to get up from your seat and now serve those that are new to the banquet. Did you catch that? See, listen, 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 listen. Once you come to the banquet, good, I have, I'm having my courses, I'm doing all that. Then it becomes my time to get up and now serve those that are brand new to the banquet. This is why Harvest is so passionate about reaching unchurched and de-churched people. Why? Because once we come to the banquet, listen, I'm not just sitting there the rest of my life talking about, come on, feed me, Bishop. Come on, give me the word. Come on, give me the word. At some point, get your butt up and start feeding some. Oh, you didn't like the fact that I said butt? I can say another word because it is Fifth Sunday. Don't play with me. Get your blessed assurance up and serve somebody else. Like if all you do is eat, you'll be spiritually obese. I'm just waiting on God to move. And God says, I need you to get up, get you a towel, and serve. Well, I'm too good to serve. Well, then you're too good to be great. Don't be too good that you can't be great. Oops. That's my red table. Let me have that one back. For my red table talk. <laughs> Y'all ready? Listen, verse 18, thank you. Verse 18, but they all alike. Now here's the point. You will sound like who you surround yourself with. I can tell when people have been around sorry people. You can too. Listen how they talk. I can tell when people have been around negative people. This is like, Jesus Christ, don't come to me with all that mess. Solve a problem. Huh? Anybody can find a problem. That don't require much genius. The genius is the one that said, I solved it before you solved it. And I pray your next four, you'll have some people that solve the problems. 
you, I rebuke every Job person that runs to you with a bunch of negative. Did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? Don't solve the problem, sucker. Get up out my face with that negativity. Oh, Mark. This is going to be aggressive preaching today. I'm just telling you. Wait until 11.15. Wait until I may have a night service. Whoever come, come. I, may, I really Don't play with me. Check your app. Like, solve a problem. Let's keep it moving. Let me move. Look at verse 18. But they all alike. Sorry people say sorry things. Lazy people say lazy things. Arrogant people say arrogant things. Do you get know what I'm saying? What comes out of your mouth is a reflection of what happens in your mind. Out of the abundance of the heart, that means mind is scripture, does the mouth speak? Here's what we say in America. Well, I don't know what's in their heart. I don't have to. I heard what came out of his mouth. Well, you, I can't judge nobody. You don't know what's in nobody. Oh, no, I'm not judging them. I can listen. And because I can listen, I heard what the mark said, and I'm just, okay. I heard it. You want me to unhear what I heard? Then you shouldn't have recorded it. Let's go. Bishop, what are you talking about? Just in general, let's go. But they all alike, <laughs> I am, began to make excuses. Guys, please hear me. 915, please hear me. Please hear me. Please hear me. Jesus gave his life for us, expecting us to give our lives to build the family business. His expectation was that if I die for you, you'll die daily for me. You got that? Chadwick Bozeman, who on Friday passed away, was amazing to me is after he got his diagnosis, please hear me, he kept it moving and he gave us his best work in the middle of his worst pain. You know what I can't stand? Is punks that run around in pain. I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this. And that's where your best servants gonna come from. That's where your best worship's gonna come from. That's where your best living's gonna come from. Open up your mouth and say, my best will come out of my worst. Give God a praise right there for that. Uh-uh. My best is going to come out of my Give me bad news and I'll give you the best of me. Tell me something negative, I'll give you the best of me. Open your mouth and say, God, I'm giving you my best. He gave us Wakanda forever while on chemo. And you got saints talking about, I got a headache, I can't serve today. What you owe? church he gave us his best work after his diagnosis I need some of y'all to catch that after something devastating happens in your life God is looking at you and I say girl you better give me your best 
son, you better give me your best. And I need to check this room before I finish this word. Is there anybody where in the last eight months, because this is the last someday of the first eight months of this year, you've had some bad news that's come your way. But let me tell you what God's response to you is. I want your best out of your worst. I'll know by your praise. On three, put a praise on it that guarantees God he's about to get your best. One, two, three, go! You about to get my best. You about to get my. You about to get my. You about to get my. What hurt me deepest is gonna help me the most. What was my worst moment is about to be my best. Clap your hands and tell God thank you. Be seated. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. After the diagnosis. Which means something in him knew your time is short. Maximize every day. Something in him knew you don't have forever. So you got to pour out. Give me a cup of water. You got to pour out everything that's in you so that when you leave this earth, you leave empty. Give me something to pour it in. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm pouring out everything I've got. Here's what the enemy wants you to do, not to pour because of pain. Here's what the enemy wants you to do, to be so busy medicating yourself, you forget that you're supposed to use your medicine on somebody. So I call you out of the prison of your pain, out of the prison of your betrayal, out of the prison of your hurt, out of the prison of your disappointment. Open your mouth and say, I was born to pour. Please say this to me. Say, I was built to pour. Give God a shout right there at 915. Open it up. This is what God says I want from you. Pour. Notice what he's, notice, no, move, stay right there. Notice where he's pouring it. He's pouring it. See, some of y'all don't even get it. God brought you to harvest because he said, what you've been through, I, I need you to pour. You didn't find this by accident. This wasn't no coincidence. This, 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 God said, I need you to pour because there's people that need what you got. There's people that need what you've been through. And I need you to die empty. I need you not to be so selfish and stuck up and say I was built to pour. Thank you. So I was built to pour. Look, he said, all alike, they began to make excuses. Here's the first. The first said, I bought a field. I got to go check it out and see it. Excuse me. That means he was self-centered, not God-centered. Question, where did he get the money from to buy the field to go check on it? How is it that God blesses you and then what he blesses you with becomes your new God? For some of you, you wonder, why am, I, why am I still single? I'm a good woman. God says, because you make him a God, therefore you shall not have it. Because I will have no other gods before me. Y'all don't like what I'm saying. Better catch. This is the most important message of the series. Why won't my business take off? Because you make it a God. And God says, I will not have any other gods before me. So what, I'm not going to give you something that you make your God. 
So first what I'll do is I'll let you not have it to see how you act without it. And if your focus is on me, I know you're ready for that. But if you're focused on what you don't have, then I'll hold that back. I just heard this for some woman, please hear me, your womb will open when God knows you won't make a God out of that child. Y'all free, I'm going. Let's go. We out there. Can I get everybody to holler on three? Push one, two, three. Let's go. We out there. Let's go. <laughs> Look. Verse 19. And another said, I brought five yoke of oxen. Ten in the scripture is in biblical numerology. It means gematria. Ten means perfect. Here's what that means. I think everything's fine in my life. In other words, I don't need to pour because everything's fine in my life. I don't need to build the family business. I'm not struggling. Church is for people that struggle. You will lie. Serving is for people going through. You will lie. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. In other words, here's what he was saying. I think everything's fine in my life, but everybody hear me. We don't serve because something's wrong. We serve because it's right. Because other than that, that makes you a manipulator. I'm going to do this to get something from God. That makes you a lot. It means you're transactional. And so you can fake people out with that. God has never faked out. God knows when you're using him to get something. And watch me. And we've all, let's be honest, we've all had moments where we thought that's how we were going to treat him. Let's tell the truth. But what I'm so glad is you graduated. Mm. I'm so glad you got to the point you would say, God, I love you. And God, you've been so good to me. I owe you my praise. I owe you my worship. I, this is my privilege to text you 10 grand. I'm trying to prophesy to what you're about to be given. It's my privilege to write a $100,000 check and say, let's get these souls saved. It's my privilege to say, here go the million dollars of church. Day. It's my privilege to do that. Because I owe you, sir. I, I, I'm not, I, I, I owe you. I'm, I'm not, I don't do what I do for God because something's wrong. I do it because it's right. Are you hearing me? Look what he says, and I want to go examine my ten yoke of oxen, or five yoke of oxen. Five yoke of oxen, a yoke meant two, so that's where I got ten from. Now look, he says, I want to go examine them. Look on the screen what he's really saying. I want to spend time looking at my resources versus following the source. I want to spend time looking at what I did. And God's like, Mark. Mark is an urban colloquialism. That means joker, fella, fellerette. <laughs> Watch. God, let me go look at what I've done. I want to go examine them. I want to spend time looking at my resources versus following the source. I want to spend time looking at my account, not giving. I want to spend time on a date, not giving our relationship to God. He made an excuse. Look what he says. Please have me excused. Notice what the Lord never did. He never stopped them from being excused. He just said, if I excuse you from the table, you, you will die from starvation. 
some of y'all don't even understand. You're like, things are still going good and I'm not putting God first. You starving and don't even know it. And I call you back to the table. I rebuke the enemy saying you messed up too much, screwed up too much. God, won't I rebuke every negative report of the enemy and I call you back to the table. Some of you that have been far from the table, you need to type them on the screen. I'm coming back to the table, back to the table, back to the table, back to the table. Because I may have gotten enough to last me for a little bit. See, in the, in the human body, when you begin to eat, your body stores fat. The purpose of fat is so that your body can draw from it in moments where it is starving. But you can't live like that forever. Because eventually you'll look like you've not been eating. And it's not just about the fat, it's about the nutrients that come from the food. That's why he says this whole thing is a banquet. Because listen, I'm going to make sure you have your greens. I'm going to make sure you have your fruits. I'm going to make sure you have your vessels. I'm going to make sure you have your bread. Hey, shout out about shut I'm going to make sure you have your bread. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to make sure you have your meat. I'm going to make sure you have your dessert. And for some of us, it's time for dessert. For some of us, God says, you've been so faithful. I'm about to... Let me borrow online. I heard from somebody. I'm about to hook you up. Would you open your mouth and say, God's about to hook me up. I, I got the hook up. Holly, if you hear me. Uh. <sighs> he says, have me excused. God is like, you can go. You'll die from starvation. And when you're starving, here's what happens. When you finally do come back to the table, if you wait too long to come back to the table to when you think it's time to come back to the table, then what will happen is you're going to need somebody to help you get to the table because you don't have the strength yourself. Don't play with this, church. I tell you, get back to the table today. I call some of y'all back to the table today. How you go everywhere else and ain't pre-registered to get back in the building? I, I know it cuts off at a certain number, and I know we hit that number. But, but, but have you even tried? Don't get quiet now. Verse 20. I know it. Verse 20. Here's the one that's most interesting to me. I got married. Let's get married. I don't know the words. Some of y'all need some counseling. Let's go. He said, I got married, mama. So I ain't coming. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> so what is he saying? My relationships with these others are more important than you, Jesus. Proof of that is what I did with my hands. And what I did with my hands is when your servant came and said, come on. My response was, well, I'm doing this. So you know what? What happens is this. Here's what this tells us. And I pray y'all hear me. As a pastor, one of the most devastating things to watch is somebody marry Delilah 
As a pastor, one of the most devastating things to watch is for people, watch me, to date Delilah and act like you married to her. As a pastor, one of the most devastating things to watch is people make decisions that you know is going to mess them up for the next 15 years of their life. I mean, I promise you, it's devastating. You need, you need counseling just to deal with it. So I opened the Bible and said, Lord, help them. I'm going to eat. I talk. If they don't eat, that's on them. My job, I can't force feed you the food. I laid it out there. I set the banquet out. It's devastating to watch. It's devastating to watch people think that they are the the, 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 put up Deuteronomy 22 and 10 for me, would you? I know it's not in my notes, but would y'all put it up for me on the, on the, on the regular screen version, Deuteronomy 22 and 10. I'm going uh, I'm to make an audible in the message right now. In the old King James Version. Give it to us in the old King. But the these and the thous. And the, uh, it's a good scripture. Because, because some folks, y'all see it? Thou shalt not plow. With you and that ass. I need you to look at somebody and say, it's in the book. And I taught, I did a whole series of messages about this scripture because, because it was so important to God. He made Moses give it as a commandment. He said, command them. That they, as ox, which is a special designation of cattle, you have to earn that rank. He says some of them have earned so much and they give it away to asses. And okay, please talk to me because I'm feeling real Atlanta y and I really, y'all ain't saying it Because you think you got you a piece of, and so now you think. I said it. But if y'all push me, if y'all push me, I'm going all the way over. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Plow means do life with. He says, you as an ox, you get stuff done. You're a go-getter. You make it happen. You're spiritual. You're not perfect, but you bounce back. You got a lot of gifts. You got a lot of talents. You got a lot of skills. You got a lot of ability. Why are you dealing with they? That's Bible. Because some people think that you're an ass whisperer. Ass means donkey. Jackass is a male donkey. A Jenny is a female donkey. All right? Okay, y'all got it? Okay, now, now everybody look. Some of you think that you're going to stop them from doing this. Because this, this is what a donkey does. They buck. You say, come on, let's pray. Now. Come on, let's go to church. Nah. Come on, let's serve. I'm too busy. Come on, let's put God first. You go. I'll watch. And God says, okay. You keep on whispering to the ass. And you're going to be an ass. Get knocked on your ass. Because you refuse to be an ox. I wish you ox ex. I wish you'd act like Black Panther for a minute and just throw up your ex and say, I'm an ox. 
That means I get stuff done. That means I make things happen. That means I put God first. It doesn't mean I'm perfect, but it means I know how to keep it. Don't be offended. I'm just preaching the Holy Bible. So let's go back to Luke 14 and 20. Let's go. Question, why didn't old girl come with you? Why didn't old dude go? Let's reverse it. It's an equal opportunity. Why, why didn't old dude come? Like, listen, listen. If, listen, they, she was clearly a bad pick. Why didn't she come or at least support him in going? See, some of y'all, you got folk around you, they're in their journey. But listen, you at least need to support me in going. You at least need to support. How dare you not support me in putting God first? You don't have a heaven or a hell to put me in. Ain't that much love in the world. You should, at least shouldn't be blocking me from putting God first. What does this tell you this man married? A bad pick. Delilah's name in Hebrew means one who weakens or makes poor. Which means you pick who makes you poor. And notice, notice, he loved her. The Bible never says that Delilah loved him. So here's the thing about the Delilah. You actually love them. They just ain't good for you. See, you keep thinking that Delilah is going to be somebody you don't like. No, that's an enemy. A Delilah is going to be somebody where you excuse them. I want to go here. A Delilah's gonna be something. Well, they didn't mean it like that. They've been trying. They working on it. They, you know, ain't nobody perfect. And hate it about. I'm just trying and all that. And God is like, here's the thing, Samson. You love Delilah, but she doesn't love you, and she never will, cause you can't make her mm, into a. Mm. She don't want to do that. She want to be on Instagram. She want to make videos. She, okay, let me stop. I'm preaching like this at 11.15. Come on, church. Come on in together, everyone. Let's get to God's holy word. Listen. So look, be careful of people. Listen, if, if you're not going to do it, I dare you discourage me from doing it. Are you hear what I'm saying? I, listen. I remember one time, one time, I was hollering at this girl. Oh, I don't even like your silence. Let's move on. No, the church folk love it. You know who he talking about? You know who he talking about? Where's she at? You say, she look like what, Bishop? <laughs> I don't care. I'm grown. Listen, so, and so, listen, I'm like, look here now. God is first, and I said, I need you to understand this, you will never be. And if that offends you, you a demon. So, so I, I said that, and then I looked at her face to see the response. I said, flinch. And if you flinch, I ain't changing my number. I'm just going to block you. 
because we keeps God first around here. And if you get in my way, baby girl, baby girl, you ain't met, you didn't, okay, let me. I was in Atlanta too long, excuse me. I got my extra strong preach on. You dealing with a different figure of a guy, so I need you to not come like that. And, and what was amazing to me is how, is how every Wednesday, every Saturday, this was years ago, every Wednesday, every Saturday, it would always be some mess. I so here's what I said. I said, you can't call me no more on Wednesdays. And you can't call me no more on Saturdays. I said, because you are, you are trying to pull me into a place where I will not be able to fulfill my assignment. And I told you. That's too much. Now watch my DMs fill up. Bishop, I won't mess with you on Saturdays or Wednesdays. I will pray for you, man of God. Ha, ba, 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 ba. I say, I will pray for you. I will cover you, man of God. I will not. Y'all, let me have a Sunday off, okay? Some of the stuff the saints send me. The saints send me. Jesus. Let me preach this Bible. Um. Okay, let's go to the Bible of Jesus Christ. Verse 21, so the servant came and reported. I, I promise you, I probably hear you. Go and check it, go and check it. Go and check it. Right, what? Uh-oh, uh-oh. You broke my phone. Are you okay? You broke yourself. You're good, all right. <laughs> I know you used to tell me you had hands like Deion Sanders. That's why I just tossed it at you. Oh, that was two years ago. Okay, okay. I apologize. I didn't get the updated memo. <laughs> Give him some catching gloves so next time we can catch. <laughs> all right, guys, let's go. Verse 21. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. He reported all the excuses. The master got angry. But look at me. He got angry because of their answer. The master is Jesus. And the only time Jesus gets angry, look at me, is not when you fail. It's not when you make mistakes. He gets angry when you make excuses. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means, that not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, 
I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.